<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Bring It In The House podcast show, where we spotlight musicians, entertainers, artists, and leaders. I'm your host, Millie Mills, and we have a fantastic leader in the house tonight. She's an author, everyone, and an educator. Let's give it up for CC Fan. Woo! Yes. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, CC. You look fabulous, girl. So you do you. Fabulous. Thank I you. I said I had to step my game up. I went online and looked up your stuff, and I said, oh, snap. I said, I got to step it up. <laughs> oh, you're so kind. You're so kind. And hey, guys, guess what she did? Wait, hold up. Watch this. Boom, boom. Yes, that's her new t-shirt, guys, about her book she gave me. Look, I got the book right here. (laughs) Her shoes, man, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But first of all, you know, hey, tell us about your alma mater, who you're repping and all that good stuff tonight. (laughs) Well, I am a graduate of the Fort Valley State University, as we say. Um. I, that's if you look behind me, I got this as a gift. Um, when I graduated, yeah, that's Yay. my tap, my tap, everything, and I love it. Yeah. Um, congrats, I, congrats! Yeah, graduate of HBCU. HBCU, baby. Yes, uh, two of my kids are graduates of HBCU. Um, one too. Savannah State, another one at Payne University. But my youngest daughter's, I, I guess she went a little bougie. She Texas A and M. That's all right too. Yeah, I didn't care. Long she got education. That's it. That's what's. That's what's up. Yes, yes. I'm yes. so proud of you. But I'm. I am have enjoyed being a um alumni of Fort Valley State University. Plus, doing the classes, the homecomings. Oh yeah. Um, yes. I didn't go to school after after high school. So I was in my forties when I went back to college. After all my kids uh was near finishing their college, I said it's my time. I didn't want to take away from them. Yeah, and, and use time going when I need to be there, support them through all their athletes, after uh, all their sports. They all did mm-hmm. that, played mm-hmm. college ball or ran track in college. So as soon as the last one got to be a senior, I went back, and um, I retired from Department of Correction for seventeen with seventeen years. Yeah. Um, I was a sergeant, uh, field training officer, and um, and then I the first the, I'll give you my look, go ahead and do my background. That's yeah. how common sense do not play the game with the inmate came about. I used to train new hires for the prison when they we hired them, uh-huh. and one of my warden asked that I put it in a manual for them and mm-hmm. for department for Georgia for department careers, you can't work for them and sell to them. So I had mm-hmm. I went in and retired out and I started selling that selling the book across the country teaching workshops on not having personal dealings with inmates and the book is not to bash inmates let me say that because yeah. inmates they ain't in there for singing wrong on sunday morning yeah but <laughs> it's for new hires that are coming in that desire to make this a career mm-hmm. and know not to get set up by inmates Right, okay. right. Raise um, awareness, huh? Yes, yes. Because mm-hmm. we get we get nice benefits. We get paid well. Should mm-hmm. be more. But mm-hmm. when and being a single mother with three kids at that time, um, in a small country time, that was a, a town that we lived. That was good money for me. And mm-hmm. I felt like anybody that could step behind those walls, you come there to work, and whatever you do, going to cause somebody else to get hurt. Yeah. A fellow officer. So yeah. just be mindful of 
you're going to get locked up, helping him out, and you're both going to be inmates. So just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. And yeah. you can easily get sucked into that, huh? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That's some gorgeous-looking people locked up now. Um, they, if you know they're gorgeous on the street, you know they're gorgeous back there. They're just yeah. wearing that same uniform they do every day. And mm-hmm. I understand they want to still have the taste of freedom being locked mm-hmm. up. But yeah. does it have to be at your expense where you be locked up, too? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've lost a lot of good friends that have are currently some have done the jail time or what have you, bringing in Dairy Queen meals or mm. drugs or marijuana or even having sex with inmates, you know, mm-hmm. um, that I'm like, girl, you can't have sex with 1700 inmates locked up. You need to go. <laughs> you need to go to town and find somebody, you know, like really yeah. like because mm-hmm. that's a jealous spirit. Whatever you do for one inmate, you got to do it for everybody. You're right. Because they want the same thing. They're going to let you do it, but they soon, if you're not going to give them that, what you gave over there, you're going to get caught Mm -hmm. up. So You're going to get caught up. And so from that, I went to teaching and, um, and I written a, I got a love story series, uh, two of Mm -hmm. them is out, Can't Let Go, part one and part two, that done significantly well. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. I swapped over to another genre as we recently booked, um, Her Shoes, which is a book of poems and uh, short stories. So I hope to do children books one day. (laughs) (laughs) I get this from, not sorry, I get this from, because in high school, my mother would say, oh, you give her a ball, she'll she'll play. I love different sports. I played softball. I was good at it in high school. I played outfield and shortstop. And then I went to basketball. I was a point guard for four years in high school. Then track, I was hurler, high jump, and relay. So if back then they gave me a golf club, I probably would have played it, played it too. So, <laughs> so, and I think that's the same way I feel about me writing. I don't want to be held down to one genre, you know? Yes. I want to yeah. cross. I want to. Um, if you stop book sales, if the devil stop book sales over here with the love story, okay, I'll stop. See, can you stop this one over here? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can love you stop it. this one over there? That's <laughs> so. He, so by the time you keep trying to put out my fires, he's gonna probably say, you know what? Let me leave her alone. She's crazy. I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, oops, those are my glasses. So, um, can't let go. Part one and two. Was that the first book that you wrote? Which the first one, yes, uh huh, oh, wow. and it basically, yes, it's talked about um, having a relationship with a married man and adultery and why you shouldn't do it, you know. Yes. And no matter how much you love, you may be with the person that at the end of the day you're still going against God, and this is one of His commandments. You know, I I want to base those five part series on the commandments of relationship with dealing with relationships. Um, in part two, it's the hidden agenda. I, I do know we often we are in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, he may have his goal, his pathway, and you may have your pathway. And and if you're not communicating, you're not um, talking about if they're going to cross and stay together, then mm-hmm. somebody got a hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. You're there till they can get, find the next best thing, or you there because they're having a hard time and nobody else won't put up with them. Are you there? Are you there because the family like you and he don't want to get rid of you because the family like you, but he got her over here? It's just so many different avenues of hidden agenda that some people have in relationships. Mm-hmm. 
And I just want to just have a um, comical way to address those situations. <laughs> yes. And we appreciate it because it's, it's good to sometimes have a comical way so that you don't be so hard on yourself. And, yes. but at the same time, you, you learning from it at the same time. Yeah. 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 To me, like if you think that you can write about it and you can laugh at it, they can laugh at your own self. Then mm -hmm. when somebody else try to bless you out, you can be like, girl, you late. I already, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> right that way you won't it won't it'll just roll off your shoulders you won't it does, take it so hard it does. and when you mm -hmm. work for me when you work with inmates uh, for 17 years and god knows i may call some names it's like okay put miss in front of the b word if you don't mind when you call <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you just have to just have that, that spirit it's of knowing that. Yeah, you really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> man, when I, I was reading your bio and I was like, man, she she is amazing. I mean, of course, we already talked about the HBCUs and all like that. You, you know, you uh, got your bachelor's in criminal justice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my when I worked at a DA office for a year, I had to do my intern. They wanted me to be a lawyer because they just because after working at the prison, they said you're gonna be a, you you're gonna make a lot of money being a lawyer. But mm -hmm. then I was coaching too on the side, and mm -hmm. so I said, you know what? And someone said, you know what? You can get a job teaching, and on the weekends and during the summertime when you're out for teaching, you can go do your book signing. Yeah. And you get the benefits as well. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, you know what? That's that's all that's smart. <laughs> like really that's smart. That's working. Yeah, we go to school 190 days. Yeah. We out for the whole week of Thanksgiving. We're yeah. out for two weeks for spring, uh, Christmas, Christmas, a spring break, break. And two mm -hmm. months, summer. And so and that's and so, but I got into coaching all year round. <laughs> like, so it's so hard for the last six, seven years to get back into the book game. Yeah. And start promoting and doing the book signing because during the summer months you are doing your pre-training for your season that's coming up. Because mm -hmm. I coach volleyball and my cousin, like, you ain't never played volleyball, did you? I said, but I coach it and I'm winning. So <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So so I had a break in August and um I wasn't I didn't coach volleyball or basketball this year. But mm -hmm. so I ended my math get my master's in special education. Oh girl. Yes. And so this, I said, while I was getting my, I said, you know what, let me get back into the book game. I don't have practice and uh, I don't have, so let me start promoting me. And so I've been investing my money that I saved up into advertising and marketing, appearing on podcasts, um, creating, a, doing a website, investing in me. I felt like I've been investing in so many people for so many years. Years. And now it's yes. your time. Yes, it's your time. It's and time. I see where we can get your books. Look at here. This is amazing. You can get your books at local stores nationwide, Books a Million. You can get it on Amazon and all of that too, right? Yes, Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. I was, I was shocked when I seen it on Target and Walmart online. I said, okay. <laughs> Go, girl. That yes. is so wonderful. And then, then like you saying, the podcast shows, I saw that you've been on Black Authors Matter TV. Yes. And recently, and then you were also on The Right Stuff. That was just last week. Yes, ma'am. Look at you. And then, okay, that's a picture of you with one of your students, right? Yes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's and attending then, college on a basketball scholarship now. 
Oh, wow. And then, of course, this is the book cover. This is the book that you signed, autographed for me, her shoes, and, and what else here? And then Can't Let Go Part One. Now, let and me that, tell you about this cover. I could not, <laughs> I could not afford a model. <laughs> uh-huh. And so, hey, you look, girl, you doing that? You look like I, an angel. I could not, and that was the concept. And so, Keith Saunders, the photographer in Atlanta, said, "Cece, you do it." Yeah. And so, I went to this bridal place. They donated the gown for me to wear. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't have any money, <laughs> uh-huh. and um. And he just, we took some photos. And so he just did the images and what have you. Yeah, it was again. not, it was not meant to be me on the cover. Let me say that on those covers, but there you go. And I was 40 mm-hmm. at that time. Girl, you can't tell, you can't tell, you know, you look 30, if that, you know, you can't, t- you look amazing. He did a great job in, in the, the gown, the, and know. that is all me up top. So yeah, <laughs> have, I don't think they did BBL back then. At least it's not <laughs> It looks great. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and that- I and I self published. I I got my own printer. I use English Sparks. I put them on. I put all my books online. Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble. The images up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jazz publication is named after my children. It's uh, J A B, and that's Jenny, Ashley, and Brian. Um, yeah, so if I they own this their company when I'm gone, yes, um, they can yeah. keep it going. Yeah, so they yeah. I own nobody owns my publication. No other other other. I bought my own barcodes, ISBN, and a lot of writers. And I want to talk about this right quick. Like a lot of writers. You go to these places, these sites say you'll be self-published, but if they mm-hmm. give you their barcode, that mm-hmm. ISBN, that's connected yeah. to them. To them, so you, yeah. Yes. And 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 I know it's easy to go that route, but mm-hmm. just do the homework and just figure mm-hmm. out how to do it. I bought yeah. like 10 ISBN numbers from RR Broker to... Um, and so I felt like, I'm, I said, maybe I'm not going to have 10 books, but I said, you don't know. And then, so, yeah, and I went to English Sparks and learned how to do the PDF to upload the book so they can print for me. And if you look in her shoes, it's color all the way through. So they told it me is. that it's it color is. all the way through. Yeah. And that's the way, you know, wholesale, you're going to you're going to eat that cost. But I say, you know what? It's worth it for me to have those shoes all the way through that book in color. I want everybody to know that was my walk right there. And can't nobody tell me how to feel about what I wrote in that book there. <laughs> this is your walk. And you, do you mind if I write, if I read the pres- the, uh, the dedication yeah. on the back? Okay, guys. This is, the, this is the book. This is her latest book, Her Shoes by CC Fan. This lady is so brilliant. And did you hear her say she has her own barcodes? Everything. She, she got the the rights to, to everything to her books. And that's the best way to go. And on the, on the back side here is where it reads, her shoes is an up close, personal and intimate look of my fight with darkness. The fight with Ephesians, which is in Ephesians 6, uh, addressed in the Holy Bible. We will and are, are fighting against principalities, devil schemes, rulers, 
against authorities, against the powers of the worlds of darkness and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This battle will continue within ourselves internally and externally. The fight will never be over unless God says it is over. The fight is a series of battles, the battle of one and with that we know, the one that we knew, the one that is unknown, the one we cannot believe, the one we do not believe, and the one we have to believe. Job, David, and Elijah, and Jeremiah, who all possess something magnificent, which are examples of these battles, we all possess something magnificent. While I was tempted, tried, and tested, I held on to his his hands like Job, David, and Elijah to keep my seed, my gift, my talent. And your reviews, you got some really great reviews. Mary Monroe. Oh my gosh. And she's one of New York's times, best-selling author yes. of God yes. don't like ugly, the upper room, deliver me and many more. She says, it's been a long time since I've read such a moving and powerful testimony after reading her shoes. The next day I woke up feeling refreshed and empowered. Mm-hmm. I met Mary and um, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I met Mary uh, Monroe. Um, one of your questions was, I did a CC fan book affair in Dublin, Georgia at the okay. mall. And I did it for like, I did it four years for four different years. And I would bring a New York Times sell, selling author to Dublin to have book signings and, and have local authors that was from the area t- to be there as well. They would draw people in so local, local authors there could be seen and, um, and share their books as well. And so I Mary Morrison has been uh the nanny uh the authors of the nanny diaries they came and Mary I can't hear you now. We lost you for a second. Your microphone went muted. Why did it go mute? Unmute your mic. I don't know what happened. There we go. I got it. There you go. You hear me now? Yes, so I had so re- these four right. Go back and repeat just a little bit of what you said because we missed it. Okay, so I created the CC Fan Book Affair where I brought in different uh, New York Times bestselling authors to Dublin Mall, which is a small town in Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. So this way, local authors could have got could get exposure too, and they would draw people in in the middle of the mall. And so mm-hmm. Mary Monroe was one of the, the one of my featuring authors. Mary Morrison has been Tina McElroy Anza, um, and the authors of the Nanny Diaries. They came one year. And so and by getting a chance to meet with them and talk to them, they taught me about how the publishing world work, about whether to do to whether to sign a book deal or to stay independent. Um, they talked about how, you know, how the, the, the percentage is, what they get yeah. paid. And um, so I, I, and I met Carl Weber. They, they invited me. I, often whenever they did things, I got mm-hmm. invites to events in Atlanta. So I got a chance to rub a lot of elbows with a lot of famous people in mm-hmm. our, in the writer's world and yes. to know how this works. And, yeah. um, but one of the things Mary Monroe said to me after writing, she said four or five books. She mm-hmm. said the book she thought that wasn't going to blow up was the one that blew. That's and usually how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said, so you, you just can't say, you can't just stop at the first one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Mary Morrison has said to me, um, you're not going to satisfy everybody with whatever you write. So Man. just know that's a bigger audience that's going to love it mm -hmm. <laughs> and keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And, they, and I think I, I, to keep it real, she said that they don't bought the book. So I don't know why they're complaining. They already got the book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So you learn from the best. So you got to really, mm -hmm. that's, that's the best way to do it because you got a really good idea of how it works and mm -hmm. you can avoid some of the pitfalls that they may have, you know, mm -hmm. taken those dives and, you know, you were yeah. able to avoid some of that. So that, that is really amazing. And I know this may sound like a cheap, cheesy question, but where does it, where does your, what is that motivation as an author? Where does it come from? I know it comes from God, but I'm just saying like, uh, is it like when you're driving down the road and all of a sudden you get a, like a spark or a thought or how does it all happen? I think I always knew, um, I had, I got an aunt, uh, her name is Glenda. She said I, I was always different as a child. Yes. Um, she said that I wasn't like regular kids. I always trying to do more. And, and much as I tried to deny not in high school, I was like a clown in class, but I was smart and athletic. Mm -hmm. um, my teacher would say, you're going to be a teacher. Then, then, you know, or either you, my grandmother who raised me, she said, I know when you get grown, you're going to leave here. You're going to Atlanta. We're going to never see you no more. I don't tell you where you're going to be because you're not going to stay around here. You're just not a country girl person. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think that, after reading all the different books as a child growing up and and being like put myself in those stories, I I seen like I can just relate to every word that I was reading until I would write and imagine stories of my own in my head. Yeah. And I think when I when I wrote the first book, I was really so much shame. I was I I was like so scared. I was like, Lord Jesus, they're going to talk about me and I don't think I'm going to get dogged out. But I knew when I read the whole book and it came in the box like everybody else did, mm -hmm. this is what God probably intended for me to do all my life. All your life. Yeah. And I just went all the way around, as Tyler Perry would say, I just went around all the detours trying not to do what he really yeah. wanted me to do with mm -hmm. my gift. And that's why I talk about it on the back of your book, because I think all of us have a natural gift and talent. When mm -hmm. I saw the inmates that I, I had supervised that can draw and can yeah. sing, oh, and, yeah. and they had so much they play instruments, and then but they're behind bars. Mm -hmm. And I said, here I am, free and not mm -hmm. using my talent. Or if yeah. I, I honed what my talent could be. And, and there you have it. It, yeah. just, it just and not and after the first book, I it just like you know what, it's on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it gives on. you something to think about. That's real deep right there, because they're locked away and they're still, you know, um, utilizing their talents, even though mm -hmm. they, you know, maybe not on a yeah. national level. But we have the opportunity to be on a national level and touch the world with our gifts, and and we're too afraid to even mm -hmm. tap into it. I, do, I often ask myself, is it because we don't want to seem, like I say, different or stand office from our own people that we're around all the time? I know for me, I've, I've taken a, a friend with me years and years ago to a book mm -hmm. signing. 
and and she just and she was gonna visit with her family but then when i was doing my book she was standing back she was looking and i sort of saw like she like really they they want your picture with you you know like that so some of those things like is in your it's your circle sometimes that you be wondering what they how they thinking Tell my circle right now, I'm a dot. I don't have a square circle or line. It's just a dot now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I got friends, don't but yeah. I got I understand they don't understand this concept, what I'm trying to be. Yeah. I think people that have gifts, you they the, the people right need to understand you're not trying to be show that you're better than them. You just trying to be a better you. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. when I wrote the first book, I was broke and I was working at the prison. I had three kids, two in college and one was a sophomore. Yeah. And that was that was some good money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it helped pay for a lot of things that first book. OK, first book. so yeah. God gave me my own gift, not go work mm-hmm. in somebody else's store to sell their stuff, but my own gift to sell. That's right. To make That's money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and- you know, and what you're doing, I mean, that it takes skills to do what you do because you got to know how to juggle so much. I mean, as a published author, then you're a mom and, you know, and then Grandma. grandmother <laughs> and um, teacher, all of that. Oh, my gosh. You're an entrepreneur. You're all of that in one. How Kind of just tell us, how do you juggle all that? What does a day with Cece look like? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Cause I don't work on Sunday. That's right? good. That's good. Okay. So, um, ten years ago, I made a covenant with God. I tied ten percent of everything. There you go. And no matter what I make, um, I heard LL Cool J said that, and he said he's been in the game so long. I, I tied because um, I have to get God bless me. Therefore, I need to bless Him. Mm-hmm. And so I do ten percent, and I don't work on Sunday. And what I do is I take um i get up in the morning i have a caseload of 16 kids i look i have a my calendar and i'm like okay i need to schedule my meetings and move them up i have track meet here i pick maybe two nights out the week that i'm probably gonna stay up to i have classes on online um mm-hmm. that i'm gonna stay up to about 11 30 and do all the homework if my professors open up everything, this is all the discussion questions, guess what? He's been to get them all on one day. <laughs> and I go back and I respond. Even yeah. my essays. I mm-hmm. take my Saturdays. Um, I may have to go to a basketball game maybe at 5 o'clock to do mm-hmm. the books. Mm-hmm. So I wake up on Saturday morning at 7 and mm-hmm. I will do my essays. I stay mm-hmm. with it. Go do it. And then Sunday is my rest day where I will watch church online because I'm still having I moved away from my hometown and I've been here four years I'm mm-hmm. still I send my ties to them but I do watch other church online on Sunday I have I'm not comfortable going I need to be because I love the Lord's house Amen. to go yeah to go into somebody's church here because I'm not, I teach here but I'm not really familiar with the area okay mm-hmm. Like okay. that, I go to the stores. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I only people I know is my my grandkids and my daughter. They they live about twenty minutes from me here. That's why I moved here. Mm-hmm. And my teacher friends. Mm-hmm. And um, but that's how I do it. Yes, I try so. to juggle it. Yes, and then I teach world history. So I prepare, and I'm a history buff. So mm-hmm. I'm certified to teach high school social studies and middle school social studies. 
So um, I love watching documentary documentaries. Uh, when you grew up, when I did in the seventies, and you didn't have it on three channels, honey. So, yeah, same here. <laughs> you, Look, we knew what Watergate was, okay? Exactly, exactly, yes. yes I yes. tell my daughter about that. You know, we watched Lassie, mm -hmm. and then when Soul Train came along, baby, we just like, wow! We were happy, okay? <laughs> yes, Soul you Train. It, like BT to the young yeah. people, that's what Soul yeah. Train was That's to what us. Soul Train was to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Just, and we lived through these people live. We watched, I don't know, but I watched Lawrence Wilkes. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he oh, yes. game. Because you didn't have a three channels. So. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and then, you know, American Bandstand came along first. Yeah. And yeah. I love Dick Clark. But then when uh then we saw Don Cornelius and with the Soul Train, I'm like, oh whoa, this is amazing. Thank so, you. Yeah, I'm we're yeah. we're in that same um generation gap. So I do understand it. <laughs> so now yeah. they got everything, cable, streaming, everything. Apple so, TV. Yes, everything. <laughs> yeah. And so and now I'm just addicted to watching. Um, I watch a lot of I used to watch African movies all the time, Hollywood and Bollywood movies. Uh -huh. I love cultural cultural things. I and, do too. I like cultural yeah. things. I do too. And so um, and because I am an educator, you have to stay on top of things. So yeah. I thought of just like sometime around that road, I put in some type of book or uh, one of those textbooks and stuff just to know mm -hmm. what my lesson is. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we have a bus ride tomorrow evening to a game and I probably mm -hmm. have one of my uh, history lessons I listen to on the way there. But yeah. that's, I, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, but, it's a lot. But it keeps me on my toes and keeps me active and young. I'll be 58 mm -hmm. in April. I, now okay. I'm, yeah, okay. and I still jog. I still like shooting basketball. I still like getting on the floor. I sprint with my volleyball players from time to time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I if, if I didn't have nothing to do, I live on the third floor with stairs. I walk stairs every day going up. Yes, so I, I like to just stay active on top of it. <laughs> yes, yes. Congratulations. We're out of time. I can't believe 30 minutes went so yes, fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Before we go though, you gotta give some shout-outs. Who you want to shout out to? Uh shout out to my hometown, Wrightsville, Georgia. Um, Amen. I I miss you all. I hope to get back soon to visit my family Amen. and back in Wrightsville. Um yeah. Uh, my Johnson County High School, my uh, my classmates are 84, mm -hmm. and my babies, my grandbabies. Um, I call them my broke best friends. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, yes, yes. Oh, that's so sweet. And if someone wants to book you for a show, can they just go to the website? Yes, go to www.ccfan.com and uh, use the, um, the link, the contact form. And um, if you, Miss um, Millie, I leave it up to you. If uh, three viewers, I will send out three books and three T-shirts. Just get the sizes. Oh my gosh! I guess you guys heard that, right? So let's put the phone number up here. Go ahead and give us a call: four six nine two eight four nine nine two two four six nine two eight four nine nine two two. And you said the first three. Yes. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. The first three, you'll get, hey, you'll get this book. Oh, my God. I can't wait to finish reading it, guys. You've got, ooh, this is hot. And you know what? It's not just for women, just because you see the shoes there, right? Cece, it's not just 
geared no, for no, women. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in case you, if a guy is like, hey, that's a woman's book. No, it's something for everybody. I got my t-shirt. I'm so happy. Any last words of encouragement before we wrap up, CC? Stay true to yourself without hurting other people. Mm-hmm. Stay true to yourself. And I know that's, I know that's hard, but stay true to yourself. And, and if it requires somebody to be hurt, but just let them know, this is my feelings and you can't tell me how I feel. Amen. I love it. Oh my gosh. I wish you could stay longer, Cece. It has been so good having you on the show. Much continued success. Oh my gosh. I will be letting people know, you know, on hey, in, in the DM, you got to check out, you got to go get this, her <laughs> shoes, you got to go get this, this, this <laughs> is the book, man. I love it. Hey, maybe later when, when you do some more books, I know you can't really tell us though, but is it, what else is coming? <laughs> well, the third part of the love story series is the saint that turns into the ain't. And then the second part to the, uh, the her shoes is, it's her, her dress, her mirror, herself, her handkerchief. Oh, man. So it's her, her dress, dress, what she wore, her mirror, what she looks in, her handkerchief, what she cried in, cried, uh, wiped her tears, and herself. You guys heard it right here on Bring It In The House. We'll see you next, next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love you. Thank you, Cece. Thank you.